How's it going, everybody? You already know what it is. That's another episode of Health and Wealth. I'm your host, Henry Aaron Westbrook, and today I've got a special guest on the line, a good friend of mine, Rage Mello. Uh, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of background, uh, how Rage and I actually ended up meeting in the first place, you know, to make a long story short, we ended up working for a solar company right uh, here in southern california uh we are now this was up in northern california though about a year ago uh now we're both in southern california kind of living the dream and <laughs> realistically you know i'm not going to talk too much about it i'm gonna let this guy hop on the phone i'm really excited to have him here i'm really grateful to have rage be a part of this podcast and rage i'm going to let you take the floor man and then go ahead and just give us a little bit of background introduce yourself man thank you henry appreciate it good morning everybody yeah, so it's a beautiful day here in Malibu, beautiful Sunday. I'm so thankful to be on your podcast, Henry. Really excited to, to get this done. For sure. Uh, so yeah, Henry and I met each other working for the solar company up north. A really good company, good culture, uh, good people. But we both were very entrepreneurial, so we both decided to go, um, you know, our separate ways and basically, basically dive into entrepreneurship. And now, I mean, Henry and I always talked about moving down to Southern California. And I think it's so cool that we all made it happen. That Henry, you made it happen. I made it happen. It's, it's a you know, beautiful place. I agree. I agree, man. You know, and it's kind of amazing to me, at least, you know, in my opinion, just waking up every day and having this opportunity to be in Southern California, to have all of these opportunities that you can take advantage of. I mean, to give a little bit of background on Rage uh, now, guys, he's actually, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rage, he's actually a co-owner, co-founder of a solar company. So just to guys, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of background on that, I mean, that's, that's no joke, you know, my guy here, is really doing big things and that's why I wanted to have him on the podcast right that's why I took the time to set this up for you all because in the next few minutes we're going to dive deep into you know what it takes to be somebody like Rage Mello what it takes to be just an entrepreneur in general what it takes to recalibrate your mindset and what it takes to achieve the goals that you have on your checklist because honestly goals on a checklist with no plan are literally just a dream you know what I mean Rage? yeah of course uh, so, so tell us a little bit about your your goals from just, just growing up and how you've accomplished them and how you got to where you are now, man. Okay, thank you. So I think I want to share with your audience. Uh, first of all, I'm from Brazil, South America. I moved here to the United States about four years ago at the age of 16. So I went right. to high school. I, I did uh, my I think a junior year and senior senior year of high school. And then right after that, I was just looking for career opportunities. I knew I didn't want to go to college. Uh, nothing wrong with college. I just wanted to make a lot of money because uh, me being an immigrant and seeing my mom struggle to pay the bills, you know, here here I was a young guy and I'm like, I need to make money. And I was really thinking about how can I make a lot of money? It wasn't even I want to pay the bills here. I'm like, you know, my mom made it here. She made all these sacrifices to bring me to the United States. Now I want to make it. I want, I want, I want the American dream. I want to be rich. That's what I think. That's amazing. That's so inspiring to hear. And let me just chime in real quick and ask you. So for, for everybody who didn't catch that, Rage is from Brazil, okay? He's living in Los Angeles, California now. 
okay, which is the American dream, right? About that, right? Coming from another country, what is America, right? What is America to these other countries in their eyes? What is America? What is the American dream? And what is it uh, that... What is it that really brought you here in the first place? I know you obviously wanted more opportunity. Uh, dive a little deeper into it, though. Tell us about your your yeah. key fame now in life. Of course. Okay. So for me, heaven, yeah. heaven was at a certain place. America was above that. I was I was like 14, 15 years old, and I told my mom. So my mom had all these qualifications. She was a PhD. She's got multiple PhDs actually super smart lady super smart woman and I'm like mom you have all these qualifications let's take me to the United States you know that's where I, that's where I see myself in the future I just think there's more opportunity there so she, she you know being a great mom and she and she knew too uh, that there's more opportunities for us she researched a lot of companies she's a biologist a lot of companies that she could work for and out of the six companies that she emailed and called one of them actually decided to interview my mom and then my mom got the job in Montana now that was awesome because my mom I mean my mom was a established college professor in Brazil she was making six figures a year she was living her, her good life but she decided to come to America for me you know she wasn't really her dream she just did it because she wanted to help me out which I so appreciate my mom um, but again um, uh, heaven was in a certain place America was higher than that for me so we came here I was so grateful 16 years old I went to high school uh, I was a lot of, I was into skateboarding at the time you know that, that was one of my sports that I, used to, yeah. that I used to do and then I just started watching I, I saw my mom struggling to pay the bills something that I never really saw in my entire life I mean she was really having a hard time with the job that she had in America she took a job that was paying her way less than she deserves just because that was the first job that basically allowed us to come to the United States. So she took the job, not getting paid much, and I saw her struggling. And I'm like, wow. First of all, we don't speak the language, number one. She doesn't speak the She doesn't, still doesn't speak the language that well. And I'm like, I, I can understand it, but I just thought, okay, barrier number one, we don't speak the language that well. Barrier number two, we don't know anybody. Wow. Different, uh, different backgrounds, different culture. And, and then I'm like, okay, but I have one advantage. I'm 16 years old. I'm a young guy. I can literally be whatever I want to be in this country if I put in the work. That's what I thought. And I still believe that. And yeah. um, I think I was, I was raised the, the right way for me to think that way from the get-go. So I just like, wow. in high school, I started watching YouTube videos. First guy that I watched on YouTube was Ty Lopez. People like that. You know, I think we've all, if we're you're into entrepreneurship, I think we've all, you know, seen good YouTube videos with influencers or people that talk about how to start a business and thinking different differently than 99%. So I started doing that. And then I started going to events. I was 17 years old. I couldn't book hotels. And then my mom was basically flying, flying to Florida, uh, uh, Vegas, to Miami, uh, Miami again, of course, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, even Orange County once, basically just go to all these entrepreneurial events. And I was 17, so she was paying for all my things, which I'm so thankful that she did that. And then wow. I, was, I was just too young to get to get a hotel by myself. Was just going to all these events, and then that's how my uh, entrepreneurial. Uh, that's how I got my start. Essentially, dressed by going to seminars, surrounding myself with the right people, and then later 
I can talk to about how I moved to, moved out to California by myself. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. <laughs> so I mean, I picked up a lot from that. You know what I mean? I'm over here taking some notes. And by the way, you guys can all follow Rage Mellow on Instagram at R A G E M E L L O. Is that correct, or is that not that's right? correct? That is correct. That's right. Let me say it again for everybody. That is <laughs> at R A G E M E L L O. Wow, I'm gonna get a lot of followers from that. Go ahead and follow my boy. We keep it real on this podcast, guys. No fakery, okay? We want to give you straight value all day, every day. You know, so, Rage, I picked up a lot of value from just what you told me. I mean, obviously, the struggle was real. Coming to America, there was a language barrier, right? The cultural barriers. 16, that's young. You're still a boy. I mean, that's that's still a young boy, in my opinion. That's, yes. that's a, you know what I mean? You're dependent on, you're dependent. However, the circumstances were a little bit unique. So, that all being said, that's heavy, man. You know, and you recognize the opportunity, guys. You see that? Now, people in America born here don't even see this opportunity sometimes. Come from another country. His perspective is completely different. So I really admire that. And obviously, you know, seeking mentors, going to events, jumping up at the right time to the seminars and showing up is key. You got to show up, right, Rach? We all know that. You got to right. show up. I mean, Rage, somebody, you know, always showed up. Uh, and I, I totally support everything he does. Now, let's see, moving forward here, Rage. Yeah, so I mean, I'd say 80% of success is showing up. 80% of success is showing up. Wow. Yeah, that, there's a saying. Some people say 90, 99%. I think about 80, maybe 70. But it's really important to show up. Now, going back to my story when I first came to, to America, one, one of the things that made me basically you know they say people make changes out of two things inspiration or desperation and for me it was a desperation you know seeing my mom being 50 years old in the united states and getting older and then not not getting paid much and i was just like okay we're definitely going to stay here forever i want to stay here forever you know we're applying for green cards but you know my mom was a college professor in brazil she taught uh, students she can't do that yeah. here. she has the qualifications but she doesn't speak English that well to do it yeah so, I actually uh, I actually wrote that here man I, I put a star next to mom on this because I'm picking up that your mom is a big why in all of this right here man. she is and we talk every day and she's she's one of my big biggest whys that I have but she the reason I started this uh, this podcast talking about how we came to America and yeah. talking about her and the circumstances we had is because that's you know, I, I, you know, before we jumped on the podcast, I was thinking about how I'm going to start this. And I think that's the right, the proper way to get, get started because of my story, because that was just a hard moment for me. And I, I, I think it was really a good moment in my life looking, looking back because now I think because of those struggles and because of those desperate moments in my life, I, I, I am where I am now. I love it. You know, and for those of you who, can relate just know that rage is somebody who's a living example that's possible okay this is all possible for you again just to paint a clear picture my boy went from brazil with very limited opportunity to now living in los angeles walking around rodeo and beverly hills whenever you feel like it and you're not to mention true that's as true. all of that is true. time under his control because he started his own company here in America. 
which that is, is true. Yes. Yeah. So I huge, think, yeah, huge, that's huge, right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I really respect that, brother. Now, Thank you. Appreciate it. That's amazing. You know, so give us some gems, man. Give us some keys to success, man. What what's gotten you here? Obviously, you've had a plan, right? You've had the plan. That's key. Tell us though a little bit about you know your mindset. Go deep into what you've learned from your mentors. I like I like how you're talking about some of the percentages, just different facts and tidbits of got it. Yeah, just picked up along the way. You know, because I like to learn from everybody I talk to. You know, uh, so tell me a little bit about what you believe in. You know, and tell me a little bit about your belief system and how how does success work for you, man? Right? Because I think people can learn, they learn a lot from you. Yeah. So I think success is a state of mind. And I think if you're progressing and if you're making the right moves and you're like I said, if you're progressing, that is success to me. Progression. Now, state of mind, state of mind. Now, the mind is something really powerful. There's something to be said about the power of the mind. Whatever you think and you act on, I believe you'll achieve. So when I was in Montana with my mom in high school, and I was desperate to make a change. I'm like, you know, I want to see the United States. I want to see Los Angeles. It's always been my end goal to end up in Los Angeles and, and make it there where, where I'm today. So it's been four years since I've since I was in in, uh, in Montana, and now finally in you know made it to made it to LA. And I think the biggest thing is having the right mindset and always focusing on what I want. Um, Ed Milet has a saying says your obsession becomes your possession and I think that's exactly what happened to me and I mean I was reading these books I was reading Think and Grow Rich I was reading all the right books I was trying to surround myself with the right people but at the end of the day maybe that came naturally to me I was just like naturally focused and obsessed with what I wanted to achieve so I knew that in life I'm probably not gonna make it right away I'm not gonna just end up in LA I'm like I need to take an opportunity to move to California doesn't matter where it's at and honestly my my end goal was always to end up in real estate real estate investments and I thought most likely I would love to start in real estate most likely I'm not going to start out in real estate I'm going to start out having a job and saving money and moving to California so I mean I was willing to start at the bottom a lot of people they're they don't want to be seen starting at the bottom and that's one of the major flaws and you know some young people nowadays know they're looking at people's Instagram accounts and Lambos wow. and private jets, and but me, I, I, I like that. I like those things as well. I like the finer things in life. But I was just willing. I was willing to start at the bottom. Like, how do I make it in California? So I had mm-hmm. a friend. You know, well, that's amazing. That's amazing, and that's 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 humility, man. That's real humility, right there. That's a word that people need to know about humility. Anyways, man, you had a friend, man. That's yeah. Great. So I had a friend. I still have a friend. I, and this friend lived in San Francisco. Now he's living in New York City, but he lived in San Francisco. He was the same age as me at the time, 18 years old, and we met at a an, uh, an entrepreneurial event in Miami in May 2016, and we were 17, 18 years old. And then he didn't go. To, he didn't go. To, he was graduating high school at the time too, but he didn't go to college. He just went straight to San Francisco to work at a software uh, software company, like a startup in San Francisco. Um, and his story is very unique too. And I'm like, okay, so like, I know he's doing that. I'm in Montana here. I want to get out. I want to get out of the state. It's a beautiful state. And actually, I, I would like to go back sometime. It's Montana. Montana. Shout out to Montana. Everybody out listening to this podcast in Montana, we love you. <laughs> so 
uh, I knew my first step was getting a job outside of Montana. So I sent out a video to Grant Cardone, his office, because I, I, you know, I, was, I was watching a lot of his videos, a selfie video myself. And uh, basically, I got interviewed by Sherry Hamilton, um, his COO of his of his company, Cardone Enterprises. I got interviewed. I basically ended up moving to Miami for a job at a ship at, a, at the shipping department. Uh, things didn't really work out. The pay was twenty four uh, twenty four thousand dollars a year, so I couldn't really uh, afford to live in Miami. Uh, you know, never really worked for Grant, but uh, almost oh, Miami, yeah, almost did it. And you know, I was in Miami for a couple weeks. But then after that, I'm like, you know what? If this worked for GC, for me to send a selfie video, how about I do it with other companies? So I saw a post by Steve Spray, uh, one of Grant Cardone's top sales guys on Facebook saying, hey, one of, my, one of my clients owns a solar company. And if you want to make six figures a year out of San Francisco, then send in a 60 second video, sell a self pitch video of yourself. And I'm like, oh, I just did this for Grant. It worked. Let me do this right now. So it took me three tries and I sent the video out to, to the solar company in Northern California. I got the job and I didn't know a single soul in that company. And, I, and, and, the, and the, the company was located out of Walnut Creek, where it's near, near San Francisco, where my, one of my best friends was, was living at. So I'm like, okay, so my friend lives in San Francisco. This company is based out of Walnut Creek, not too far away from, from the city. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I moved, and that, now that was my boom, my, my major moment, because little, I moved moment. to California, I moved to California, finally, and I knew oh, paradigm. That, yeah, just like you, Henry, Henry talks about, you know, when he was living in New York, and he used to, in the showers, you know, visualize himself in California, same thing, with that's, him, right? That's 100% true, brother, 100% true, man, I just thought about that the other day, I was I'm literally on the top of the roof here. Beautiful, beautiful day. I was just admiring the mountains, admiring nature, taking in all my blessings, and really just getting ready for more success. And I just stopped to humiliate myself and humble myself, meditated, and took a deep look at the sun. And I just opened my eyes after some meditation, man. And I tell you, it was just such a moment of actualization because you can really do whatever you set your mind to. It goes back to what Ray was talking about the focus. Having that humility, being willing to start from the bottom, following up, putting in the extra grind, okay? People, I gotta admit, are more curious than serious about success, I think. Would you agree, Rich? Oh, well, I would 100% agree. I think people are just curious about it. I think people are more just, you know, sounds good, they're interested, they're not committed. People, so, people wanna win, but they're not willing to prepare to win. People want to win, but they're not prepared to win. Yeah, they're not willing. willing. I had to flip the page over, okay? Somebody knows so much value. This is Henry Aaron Westbrook. This is the Healthy Wealth Podcast. Follow me at Henry Aaron Westbrook. Follow my boy at Rage Mellow. Guys, feel free to call in 239-333-8174. We do this every day. It's amazing. If you have anything you want to share, Feel free to jump onto the website, henryaaron.com. Leave some interactive comments, and we'll get back to you. Now, Rage, I got to admit, man, I see a bright future for you. How old are you right now? 20 years old? I'm 20 years old, yes. You guys, this man is 20 years of age. Already thinking like this. Already talking like this. Already <laughs> executing like this. Yeah, right now I'm in my car in Malibu. I'm about to ask the podcast. I'm going to drive to... 
a nearby city to go door knocking, taking out one of my guys, Mario, door knocking. It's one of his uh, first days and make sure we get a couple of deals. Uh, so guys, uh, yeah. for Henry's audience, I'm in the solar industry. Uh, long story short, I got a job in the solar industry when I first moved out to California. Ended up working for the company, for that company for about a year. And then I was fortunate enough to be invited to start another solar company. And now I've co-founded the company. And uh, yeah, it's a bright future. And, I, and then I, I moved to LA to start a branch down here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that, man. So let's keep the conversation. Granted, we got some time here because you and I are really on the same page, man, with a lot of things, you know? I think that's kind of why we click so well. That's kind of why we maintain such a good friendship, you know, despite distance, different things going along the way. So I think that's really speaks for itself. The fact that we're able to maintain connection and we've had the interest in maintaining connection. Yes. So it's pretty, you know, so let's talk about and touch on a few points here, you know, on our similarities and what people can learn from us and just, yeah, you know, people like us, man, I gotta right. admit, I don't want to sit here and talk about myself. It's not the point. It's talking about characteristics that you people, you, my friend, who's listening to this, whoever's listening to this, characteristics that you can pick up and implement and adopt. Okay? Because I don't know about you, Rage. I constantly get asked, hey, how do you do this? What are you doing? Show me this, show me that. You know, and it's, it's great. You know, I would love to be able to share my experience with people. And same goes for Rage. I'm sure he's got people at this point asking him, how did you start a company? I know for a fact he does it, actually. You know, I don't need to even wonder because I know at a 20 years of age, he's got people asking him how he's doing what he's doing. When he's posting pictures, doing things like that, not even flexing, just literally showing people the raw reality of what he's doing. People are naturally wondering how, how he's doing that. So between the two of us, we've got some know-how in the game. Not to say we're experts, not to say that we're better than anybody or better than you. It's just, if you guys really want to be able to do the type of things we do or at least level up in yeah. life. Yeah. Let's talk about a few different things that, that we share in common. Number one, again, the entrepreneurial mindset. Shifting from thinking like an employee to an employer, I think. Is yes. Number one. Number right. one. So Henry and I, first thing, Henry and I, we're we have the same background. Uh, to the fact that we've read Rich Dad Poor Dad at a young age, I think that was one of the major books that shifted my mindset for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. We got a lot of similarities in reading the same books, a lot of same mentors. Again, with the same similarities in the background, being diverse, and I think that when you're able to find some people who you relate to. It's key to help each other level up. And that's what Rage and I have been able to do uh, since the day we met. You know, I'll never, never forget. I kind of linked up and he put me on the, the solar, right? Because that's what it was at the time. Uh, we were working for the same solar company. All the tools, all the resources on my iPad, you know, he took the time out of his own day, out of his own night to <laughs> show me the ropes. And I really value that. I, you know, it said a lot about his character, which, you know, brings us to the next point. I think we're both natural born leaders, right? Because uh, I had I, I had no nowhere to go at that time. I was new to the company, right? I was very naive to the solar industry. I didn't really know what a solar panel was besides the way that it looked. Uh, Rage, again, man, thanks a lot. Guys, he put, 
his uh, effort into making sure that I knew, you know, A, B, and C so that I wasn't going out to the field making hey, myself stupid. So, yeah. And you've mentioned this story to me probably three times, awesome. by, three times by now. And I and I so appreciate that. It's so like this, it's really true that sometimes in life, the small moments really matter. Because for me, I was just doing what I thought was right. You're a new guy. I liked you. We had the same mindset. We clicked. So I'm like, you know what? He's new. You know, we got to download some apps on the iPad. Let's just sit down right now. Let me make sure that you have everything in your iPad before tomorrow starts over again. And that was just me being a nice person and basically making a friend. But, you know, this really, this was really an important moment apparently to you. And I, and I, I love that. It's because in life, actions always speak louder than words. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's another Henry Aaron Westbrook's quote for you I got a lot of them I got probably oh, yeah. 20 Henry Aaron Westbrook's quotes in Ray, my that's, hey, Ray, oh, we got you on the line let's hear a few of those quotes man I'll tell you this guy is amazing we'll be out in the field or knocking together and not, not to reminisce because we're both you know people who live in the now people who are activists people who are trying to progress and, and be in the future however you know the past is important you gotta learn and let's, let's talk about some of the things that's I've said, man, because yeah. this guy's literally documented word by word some of the things I've just said yeah. amongst natural conversation, and some of it's truly profound, and I need some of those quotes to put into my book. Yes, so, of course. Me, I got, yeah, I got him right in front of me. I got him right in front of me right now. Somebody once said that Henry, Henry is like Barack Obama, the way he speaks. Thank you. Like, his, war, he war, his words are really clear. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's words are really clear, and they make an impact when, when you say it, Henry. So like every time you said something, maybe like I've already heard that saying or I've heard somebody else saying that before, but the way you said it just always tended to impact me. So I tend, when I hear something, I'm not gonna just remember it. I write it down on my phone, on a journal, on a piece of paper. So you know, naturally we have our phones all the time with us. And when Henry said something impactful that I wanted to remember, I typed it in my phone and I, and I took a screenshot of a couple of his quotes. So number one, Awesome. You guys ready? That's so good to hear. I always want for other people what I want for myself. Henry Aaron That's Westbrooks. That's true, man. You know, I think that, let me touch on a few of these as you go through them because there's a reason he wrote these down, right? There's a reason he took the time to write this down. It's not like you thought it was useless information. I want for other one. I want for I want for myself. But I want for others. Is that what we said on that? I w- I always want for other people what I want for myself. Exactly. I want for other people what I want for myself because I want my, I want to win personally. I want to win. Okay. It's a win-win. I'm looking at I'm looking at life as a win-win. You have to look at life as a win-win as often as possible because if it's not a win-win, it's a win-lose. And someone's losing either if it's you or the other person, then that means that person's not happy. Or it's a lose-lose, and that's even worse. You know, win-win is the best scenario. So I want everybody to win because I want to win. You know, you want to have true admiration and respect and motivation from when the success of other people shines on you. You don't want that to cause envy or jealousy or cause you to be, like, sour and salty, okay? Because the reality is, you know... There's tons and tons and tons of things out here that, <laughs> I, you know, that we all want and value. We see people all day. You know, we wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You know, you can't hate on that. So, you know, 
the reality is I want everybody to be doing well. I want everybody to be succeeding. I want everybody to be winning. Yeah. Because that's what I want for myself. And I want these people to want that for me as well. Yeah, they you say know? they say bless that you know? which you want. Bless that yeah. which you want. And I really like that saying. Let's go. We can all win. There's plenty of money to go around. You know what I mean? There's plenty, plenty of it to go around. Let's just all win in life. That's all I'm saying, man. We can all we can all eat, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying right. let's hear a couple more of those man those are really good alright let's see the universe that one's good the universe makes way for those who know where they're going the universe makes way for those who know where they're going yeah no one okay. knows what decision is right for you except you These are so good. I'm trying to make as many thousands of dollars as fast as I possibly can. Henry Aaron Westbrooks. <laughs> I love that one. That one's oh. one of my favorites. Like when he said that, most people, most people in our industry, you know, most people that are entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial and salespeople, they're like, yeah, I agree. But I'm like, I need to write this down, man, because I need to put this in my subconscious mind. I'm trying to make. Hey, Ray, what, what are you doing when you wake up in the morning? I'm trying to make as, as many thousands of dollars as fast as I possibly can. That's what I'm doing. And I love that. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> you guys, this is fundamental. These are my auto-suggestions, okay? These are the things that my brain just naturally, subconsciously, my second nature just goes to. These are the thoughts that I literally had, okay? These are keys to success. You need, you're right? These are the things that I just say, I believe in. Here's so strong. Here's another one. So we're talking about one of the guys that worked for us and worked with us, and he was like six feet. And Henry was like, I can stand on my money and be six feet tall. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Do you do you recall when he said that or not? I remember that. That was a great moment. <laughs> Nice. Okay, let's go back to uh, let's go back to I'll tell you, man. Let's go back yeah. to my story here, so I can deliver some more value to to the audience here. Yeah, man. Thanks for those. Those are some good ones. I know there's a lot more too. That's just so cool. You have to just sprinkle those uh, throughout time, and make sure I get those for the next book. You can help me write a book in the future. Of course, yeah. I'll help you write yours. So, guys, I hope you're getting some value right now. I know this podcast is fire, without a doubt. So. Chit-chatting on the line for 30 minutes. Again, this is Aaron Westbrook. We talk about health. We talk about wealth. I got Rage Mellow on the line. Mm-hmm. I got- yeah, so I think what I what I want to say right now is what I what I did from a young age. And by the way, I'm by no means have I made it or I'm super successful. I believe I'm successful and I believe I'm becoming more successful every single day. But you know, I'm not a millionaire yet. You know, I don't drive a, a Rolls Royce yet, you know, but I do have a Mercedes Benz. That's something. But I came from nothing and I came from a good family. I wouldn't say I came from nothing because I did come from a good family, good values. I was raised properly. But I did come come from nothing in the sense that nobody gave me any money. You know, I came to California with no money. Now, you know, can, uh, my first goal is to save $100,000. It can happen really soon. It really depends how hard I work. But... What I, what I want to say is in life, for everybody listening, if I can deliver some sort of value, is you have to figure out what your priorities in life are, and then you have to architect your life around those priorities. Absolutely. So tell us some about, you know, tell us some of your habits. 
So in my in my opinion, for everybody listening, in my opinion, there is a secret to success, and that secret is becoming a slave to your high performance habits. You got to become a slave to your high performance habits. High performance habits, not just any habits, folks. Okay, because it's bad habits. <laughs> There's some habits you need to cut out right away. Oh yeah. Consider. You gotta have excellent. You gotta have excellent, excellent habits. So I realized that having a morning routine, having a morning routine is one of the things that sets successful people apart. So I have an exact routine. What's your routine? So I, I use it every morning to control my life. You know, as the saying goes, if you win the morning, you win the oh, day. Oh, pause, 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 pause. I'm sorry. I wake up every morning and take control of my life. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, 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 uh, it's funny. It's true. Do you hear what's going on? Yeah. You hear what happened? This is pandemonium. You got to, dude, you got to be in control, man. Control, yeah, control equals. Let's all say that together. I wake up every morning and take control of my life. Hey, control equals income. Control Let's your, go. Control yourself. Go. Control your Woo! words. Control your amazing. thoughts. That's amazing. Are you letting life control you or are you controlling life? My brother Ray, you got the line, man. You got the floor. But listen to this. You got to write it down. If you guys are listening, write it down. Woo. Control equals income. Control yourself. Control your words, your thoughts, and your actions. And you being control of your life. You hear this? Come on, guys. Come on. You guys, you guys should be paying for this. Come on. You so like, the- like I was saying, you know, I, I have an exact routine that. Get it now. Get the knowledge while you can, folks. <laughs> I have an exact routine, a morning routine that I use to take control of my life. So, as the saying goes, if you win the morning, you win the day. So, this is how I start my mornings. Every morning. You win the morning. Yeah, if you win the morning, you win the day. So, and by the way, you start the day the night before. That's one of my sayings as well. You start the day the night before. Come on. Yeah. I'm gonna write. We're talking. We're talking. Oh yeah. This is absolutely redeveloping and completely reshifting your cognitive thinking. I mean, people are not thinking like this, dude. People aren't thinking that if I win the morning, I'm gonna win the day. But I start my I start my day my morning the day before. I mean. This is all in the mind, guys. Power of the mind. Oh yeah, that's good, Henry. Thanks for chiming in. That's good. So that's what I do every single day and every single morning. And what I what I do is I plan my my next day the night before. So around 10 p.m., I sit down with a piece of paper next to my bed and I write down what are the three or three to five top activities that I gotta get done the next day. I write it down on a piece of paper or even on my phone or my notes. What time you waking up? So I wake up around 5.30, sometimes 6, sometimes 5. It really depends. At this point in my life, I'm still going out there and pounding the pavement and in yes. the sun all day. So, you know, I'm tired. So sometimes I wake up at 5, sometimes 5.30 or 6. So let's say I wake up at 5.30. Like Grant Cardone says, we try to beat the sun up every morning. Beat the sun up. Let's go. And then I do Cardone you. Second thing is I wake up and I, I'm still in my bed and I do Cardone you from my phone or on my iPad. So Cardone University is... Uh, Grant Cardone sales training platform. There you go. Then I write my goals down. I got the 10x journal. I write down exactly my short-term goals for this month, today, um, mm-hmm. week, my 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 life, and I my my favorite ones are usually my long-term goals because I love fantasizing about what my life's gonna look like and it's gonna change. You know, my plans might change, but I'm pretty. Uh, I'd say I'm pretty 
uh, I pride myself in in basically having singles like people that know me for the last two years are like rage it's phenomenal the fact that I've known you for two years and you've been talking about the same things like your goal has always been to make money in solar and invest in real estate and just like your, your plan is still the same so that's what I do right now my goals then I usually hit the gym and then we, after the gym, around 8.30 a.m., we have a little morning meeting at the office here in Los Angeles for my solar company. And we role play in the morning. We make sure that we're ready to, to go to the marketplace and start talking to customers, handling their objections. And then around 9.45, 10 a.m., then we all go to the marketplace together. And I, I try to stay out there for six to eight hours. And then, you know, you go to sleep around 1030, but, you know, always do some personal development. And I read a book, read a sales a book about sales or even about personal development. I love and our biographies. But what I'd say, to, what I'd oh, say to you, what I'd say. These are some real millionaire habits, by the way. Yes. I agree. Millionaire habits. I agree. And what I do, too, is a lot of people don't realize that the times that you master your craft are from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m and 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. So like what I'm doing throughout the day is super highly important, but what I'm doing from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. while most people are sleeping and from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. p.m. where most people are hanging out is setting me apart as well because I'm getting better. I'm reading books, um, you know, watching sales videos, um, trying to become a better businessman, things like that. That's awesome. See, just from what I'm hearing, I mean, you all listening can tell that rage does not waste time. I think that's another thing that we share in common. We don't yeah. waste our time. We value our time and recognize the importance of time and utilizing time. Time is money. Time ben is- Franklin. Ben Franklin said, do not waste time. For if you value life, life, uh, time is what life is made of. Time is what life is made of, Ben Franklin. So if you love, so if you love life, don't waste well, time. If you love life, don't waste time. And that is so key. People don't love life, man. They don't love life. They love watching life and love watching others' life. People like watching others' life. Yeah. Come on, no. It's true. Come on, man. If, if you guys spend more time watching other people's lives than creating your own lives, then that's something we need to fix together okay reach out to me reach out to rage we'll help you get your mind right we'll help you get your game on point right absolutely i'd be happy to help you can contact me anytime i know you can contact henry anytime and if you're in la hit us up because uh we'd love to meet up with you and, and talk about yeah, what we're going to what an event on. too rage and i are going to be hosting an event coming up here in a few months uh, just the two of us a few other key speakers uh, we're dropping dropping tons of knowledge you guys definitely the hollywood hills yeah, so, you know, get ready for that. You know, we're going to have a really good event. You know, tons of value. Again, you guys can all come through. There'll be more info on that coming soon. You know, take what to be available. There'll be fun food, uh, drinks, etc. Just a lot of a lot of stuff that y'all missing out on that uh, we want you to have. So, Rage, I uh, appreciate you hopping on this line, man. I mean, I've really got... Uh, some more time for you, man. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to have. I'm happy to continue this conversation. Uh, let's continue. It's all good. Let's let's go another ten minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So, let's just talk about sales, right? I mean, yeah. What?
what is sales, right? And why is sales so important? I'm over here, you know, taking a few notes, dropping my pen, taking it back up. Now I'm back into a book. Sales, you know, why? Why sales? Why is sales important? And yeah. Sales, in my opinion, of sales because I know it's for people though. I'm I'm headed towards you know sales more than just what people think it is, right? Yes. So sales is highly important. It's in my opinion one of the most important professions in society nowadays. Now there's probably a misconception about salespeople by many many people. They might think that selling is sleazy or that salespeople lie. That they're not educated. Some people sometimes go as far as saying it's not even a real career. But what Henry and I believe, and we've been in sales for over a year now, is that it's a very important profession because everything that you see in the marketplace needs to be sold for our economy to work and for us to for the the cycle of money to go around. Then products need to be sold. That's right. Sales equals revenue. Sales equals revenue. Sales is how society works, and for a lot of times, people are not just going to buy a product; they need to be educated. So, in my opinion, salespeople in the profession that Henry and I are at is we're consultants. We're helping out people. We're we're you no, know, we're helpers. We're, we're out. We know a lot about the product, uh, way more than the average person knows about what what you sell. You should know. You should know a lot about your product, and you should basically get some sort of sales training because with that, you're going to be able to help. A lot of people find out what they need and what's best for them. A lot of people have,、uh, you know, don't, probably don't have the best experience with a lot of salespeople because, as a salesperson, you really can you can lie to get the job done. Some people do that. Now, there's a lot of ethics involved with selling, and if you have the right act ethics, you're a good person. You know how to get your ideas across with poise and enthusiasm, and you have others other people's best interests at heart. Then you can do. Wonders, and it's it's a great profession. And if you have consistency, if you're consistent with your actions, and you're constantly prospecting and finding new people, there's just no stopping. There's no ceiling. You can make as much money as you want. Really, as they say, the sky is the limit. You're only control your future. And sales. True. See, most people are hopping into their nine to five or whatever, their ten to six, whatever. You know, and literally, no matter how hard you're working, no matter how much you do or you don't do, in that hour you're getting paid the same. Yeah, just crazy. That's crazy. Now, mind you, I don't have any animosity. I have zero negative towards anybody doing that. Work your job. I respect it. I get it. You know, in fact, there's a lot of millionaires who became millionaires. From working through somebody, yeah, we're gonna come back into sales in a minute. However, let's talk about real quick the hourly wage. People are doing this, doing that for compensation that's frankly often not enough, right? Most of the time, people are trading there again that time that <laughs> they have for. It's just crazy, man. A salary that's a cap. You're literally limited. As soon as you take a salary, you agree to put in this X amount of hours. Give a company. This amount of time, during these amount of time periods, segmented, and you've agreed to basically do all that in exchange for money. What, what, what I have to say is number one. Number one, 
figure out what you love to do, what you want to do, a job, a career, a business, and feel free to go work under somebody. And if they're paying you a salary to learn, and if you're young, as they say, work to learn, not just to earn. So if you're doing that, if you're getting paid a salary, but you're learning from somebody you respect and somebody you want to be like, a mentor, then by all means, go for it. I totally support you. Now, in my opinion, uh, and this is just for me because I can't tell other people what's right and what's not right to do. But for me, having a job, a normal job at Starbucks or a normal job at a convenience store or a department store, any any kind of normal job that a young person would have, maybe while they、uh, pay their way through college, things like that, is just crazy. Because first of all, I, I so it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy because I've never done that, and I was, I was fortunate to watch, start watching the right YouTube videos and reading the right books when I was, you know, sixteen or seventeen. So I knew I, I, I didn't want to do that. I knew if I if I had to get a job before starting a company, because in America, if you want to be rich, you have to own your own company. That is the fact, and that is my opinion. You can be a millionaire working for somebody else. Totally agree. But in my opinion, I'm very entrepreneurial. If you want to make millions of dollars in America, you're probably gonna have to have your own business. That's my opinion. People don't even know that. People aren't even aware that you know. Yeah. People don't even know they should be starting businesses over here. How easy it is to start a business in the reality. It's not hard. I'm, I'm not saying it's easy to start a successful business and be you know where you want to. But it's easy to start a business. Yes. It's easy to just start. You know. Start the business, I mean, you know. You know what I'm saying?、Though? Come on, guys. Guys, guys, listen to Heavy Air Westbury. Come on, man. Of course. And if you're working, and if you're working for a salary, but you're thinking, you're using your mind, and you're getting better, and you feel like there's growth there, that's amazing. But yeah. But most likely, most people's nine to five job means they're not growing. Means they're just getting paid the same thing. Doesn't matter how much effort or how little effort they put in their job. They're they're getting paid. They know they're gonna get paid the same thing at the end of the at the end of the month. And the idea that you you already know how much you're gonna get paid and it's gonna be the same thing and you can't get paid more than that that is what's crazy to me. I like the fact that I'm Rage Mello. I'm out here in Los Angeles. There's nobody that can tell me how much I'm worth. I can literally go out there and if you have the right vehicle, make a million dollars in a year. I can do that right now. There's a lot of people that will be able to soon do that if you find the right vehicle. And the idea that nobody can tell me you're worth fifty thousand dollars a year, nobody can do that to me. I'm the only one that can do that to me. I'm my only enemy, and I'm my best friend. I have to figure out how much am I worth? How much do I? How much work do I want to put in? First of all, and then you can make.、It. And so, like this, this is expansion, expanding、yeah. my mind about how can I become better. And if you're just an employee, sometimes, sometimes, if you're not in the right company. You're probably not thinking like I'm thinking. You're probably not thinking like Henry's thinking about. Man, I'm out here in California in my 20s. I'm an entrepreneur. I don't have a. I don't have a job. Henry doesn't have a job. We don't get paid if we don't produce. We gotta make things happen. We gotta make people's lives better. We gotta solve a problem, and that's how we get paid our rent. That's how we save our money. That's how we make our living. And a lot of people have that have that、uh, job that they just don't have to think like us, like about. They got the safety net. They got the security. They got the comfort zone. They got the complacency. I think what I'm trying to say here is that sometimes when you have a job, and I love jobs because you know some people have, we have they have to they're gonna start working for our company, and if they're in the right vehicle, I totally believe in that. But if 
sometimes having a job means yeah. that you don't you're not a creator necessarily you're just doing something yeah. but if you're not growing you're creating and you're most likely helping more people and yeah i mean let's not get it misconstrued for everybody on this podcast listening we're not we're not bashing people who have jobs we're not bashing that i mean jobs are completely necessary for any economy okay yes. we need jobs we need people who want jobs we need people to get jobs the thing is folks you can create jobs you can create jobs not only that you can have the opportunity to start your own business okay that's that's the first step to all this okay before you can really create jobs you got to start a business i was literally dropping down uh what is it here uh, jamboree here okay irvine california beautiful beautiful evening and you know sunset was all beautiful looking majestic and such palm tree and big buildings and i look to the right and i see chase bank big building chase bank gorgeous gorgeous piece of real estate and i'm thinking wow look at all these windows look at how massive this architecture is and then the thought really hit me where it's like wow there's probably and i, I almost tried to count you know four five six hundred offices right there this one business has this many jobs created one uh, this many little office windows go ahead everybody when you're you might be driving right now listening to this podcast look for a big building and look how many windows how many offices are in that building look how many jobs there are right there now i want this to be clear for everybody if you got a job make sure you love what you're doing make sure you truly feel like you're benefiting from it if you wake up in the morning you dread going up to the closet to put the work clothes on you dread driving to work you dread blocking it then don't do that you know and because you're gonna hate the shift you know you're, you're faking it you're playing yourself and you're wasting your time because in the grand scheme of things you're not doing anything that's truly fueling your chief aim your bigger purpose in life you're just doing something for the time being that's giving you some money now if that's all you want in life and then you're cool with that settling you know what fine we don't care honestly that's <laughs> that's that's fine you know what i'm not we don't have time to try to really yes. shape people like that because you know what that's going to be the key to how people profit you're going to get profited on this is conscious capitalism everybody you're going to be the ones who the smart people the woke people make money from and are able to utilize yes their plans on now very well you that's cool with them that's that's how the world goes yes now we're trying to wake you up and get you conscious to the fact that you have a choice yes very well put henry i appreciate you uh clarifying what i was trying to say you know what i'm saying i mean you could have a job i don't i've had i've had jobs i'm not gonna lie i've taken different jobs and i like some of them didn't like some of them and learned a lot from some of them and learned jack squat from some of them the point is you know we're looking in the back in retrospect I would just value my time throughout all that. And this goes back to the time thing. You know, we really value our time. You know, so as Brazen and I were talking about sales gives us the opportunity to take back control of our time, manage our time, and have the ability to get paid for the effort that we put in. You know, sales is is an interesting thing. It's very And now yeah, let's go back to it. It's not just I want, yeah, go ahead. It's very character building. 
I've developed, and I think you can tell Ben Henry, right? You can tell a bit about, you can tell him how, how I've developed and how you've developed. But knowing me, how much do you think I've developed since you've known me because I've been in sales? Rage has developed tremendously. I mean, again, coming from somebody who wasn't even speaking English as a first language. You guys, that's a joke. You're getting outsold by somebody who's speaking English as a second language. True. You're yeah. getting laughed by an immigrant. You're getting laughed by an immigrant. I mean, what are you doing? I'm not bashing you, man. I'm not trying to bring yourself to Steve down. I'm trying to let you know if this guy can do it, you can do it. Sweetheart, if this guy can do it, you can do it. True. Don't, don't compare your situation to anybody. Rage was not in a terrible situation. Okay, I'm sure there's people on the planet who come from way worse situations. I can point out 100 people who came from a worse situation than both of us and have more success than both of us combined. Yes. So it's no excuse. It's no excuse at all. It's no excuse. I've made everything happen. I, I think if you haven't, now, like, it, Ray, I've, I've, yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched you, and to kind of go back to that, he made it all happen. I'm going to say basically what he's about to say. He made it all happen, you know, just through the development of character, the sales, the really having to develop confidence, put himself on the forefront, back against the wall, make it happen or not, because you can't make excuses. It's do or die mentality. You go out and you hunt and you eat what you hunt. Okay, this is the real world, folks. You go out and either make your dreams happen or you're helping someone else's dreams happen. Yes. I agree with you. Rage is literally developed from somebody who was seeking information to the guy giving the information. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, like, what are some... Okay, so what, are, what were my goals when I met you? Like, in uh, July... 2017 when we met each other and we started talking what were my goals then and what do you think I've achieved on and do you think I'm on my way to achieve those things yeah I mean coming into the game young Razor's goals were pretty much just to figure out himself as a man right as a young guy I think that was one of his first goals was just to figure out who he was as a person before he, you know he could even figure out anything else so just figuring out who he was uh, as a person as a friend as somebody who's part of a bigger picture a company somebody who then has uh, influence in a major industry and the ability to impact people's lives he had to figure out his purpose and he was coming into the game you know you were coming into the game with just a lot of genuine transparent curiosity inquisitiveness real ambition and desire for success and achievement and you didn't take any seconds in the day off you basically whether it was on work off shift at a restaurant always 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 improving seeking to improve seeking to network seeking to help somebody else that you two could build a bridge and really just looking to leverage any opportunity that you could so that he could catch all the shortcuts and I think your, your goals were to reach and find as many shortcuts to success and now I mean guy it's only been two years really not even you know that's that's like that's less than a thousand days what are we talking about that is insane this guy's changed his life from driving a <laughs> 1991 Lexus a 91 Lexus timepiece okay Shout out to the, shout out to the Lexus dealer. My guy had nothing wrong with the car. He, he got a car 
And you know what I'm saying? Shout out it's to not, Ryan Stone for selling the car. My first car, you know. Yeah, we all know how the game goes. It's like I, I watch. What are we driving guy. now? What are we driving now? Now he's yeah, he watching. I watch him go from the '91 Lexus to a brand new Mercedes Benz, guys. E350, the yeah. E class. Come on, guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you doing? Right? And you too, right? I mean, you too. I watch this guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, you know we we've been here for each other. Just. As you know, that mastermind, and together we've created this third grade where it's like, guys, this is all possible for us, it's possible for you. You know, so I've watched this man truly develop, you know, into somebody who throughout time I would reach out to, you know, and there's not a lot of people, you know, that you can do that for or with, right? Because you see people's character, you see people over time, you see how people show their true colors. You know, you gotta really weed out who you're going to considered dependable uh and i truly i put, put rage on the side of one of my go-to guys and he's a young dude man he's only 20 okay so that is remarkable uh so thank you you know with, with all that I'm, I'm really just grateful that you guys are all listening to this podcast if you're still listening at this point it's been a really heavy podcast it's been just in an hour tremendous as far as the amount of content we just gave you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for everybody listening, yeah. uh, again, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, by no means we have all the right answers, but if you're listening to the podcast and, and maybe you're at home, I'd suggest you go back to it, try to get some nuggets out of it, like maybe some things that I've said, some things that Henry said, and try to implement one, you know, one of those things in your life and see if it if it helps you in any way so you can reach out to us on social media at rage mellow m-e-l-l-o and henry on his own social media and you know that's what we're trying to do right here we're entrepreneurs uh, i'm not in, like a social media influencer like henry but if anybody has any questions about how to start a business how to get more sales how to even make money i'm here for you you can always ask me a question so i appreciate it for a thousand percent. You guys, this has been real. This has been another fantastic episode of Health and West. Health and Wealth, I'm dropping the pen on my shoulder here. <laughs> Health and Wealth, as always, I don't even gotta say it. You already know what it is. Health and Wealth, Wealth and Health. Put it together, do the math, <laughs> figure it out. Come on now, don't play yourself, pay yourself. It's Henry Aaron Westbrook. I'm chiming out. Rage, man. Have a good day. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much for hopping on this call with me, man. Thank you, Henry. I appreciate you having me on your show, and I I hope your audience liked the podcast. Thanks so much. The show. Peace, peace. Great day.